Episode 96 of Ask the Coach, brought to you by Trainsmove. My name is Tim Egg, and you can shoot me through all your questions to tim at trainsmove.com. So today's episode's a little bit different. Again, I have a couple of athletes going to be doing a race coming up, big race coming up, and I was going to record a race brief for them. And since I have a podcast, I might as well record it under this. Shoot them a link. They'll be happy, hopefully. And hopefully you guys will get something from this as well. So this is actually my second time trying to record this episode. I I did it before. It was the best episode as well. You would have loved it. But unfortunately, I had a problem with the recording and it didn't didn't turn out. So take two. I've been to a couple of race briefs, three or four, from my old coach and current mentor, Alan Pittman. And I always thought they were a game changer. He'd have all these athletes the day before a race and he'd be just spilling it, spilling out to them. And it's not your typical race brief of what you'd expect to see at a race from their race director and all that, talking about rules and regulations and all that. That's boring as hell. This is probably going to be boring as hell as well, but it's talk about something different. It's just to get you all set up, ready to go in the right frame of mind. Now, with your big race coming up, the focus on race week really has become good quality nutrition, a lot of rest, and I bet, especially if you're racing in hot weather, try and get your training in early and then spend as much time as humanly possible in air conditioning. There's no need to be breathing in fresh air when you could be in air conditioning house, go from the aircon house to the aircon car, from the aircon car to the aircon office, and you can keep going where I'm going with this. Now, a problem a lot of athletes have come race week is they do far less in training, which isn't the biggest problem, but they drink way too much. They think, oh, I've got a big race coming up this Sunday. I've got to drink a, a crap load. And they, all of a sudden, they start peeing out all their minerals and they regret it come the run. They start cramping up and it causes all sorts of problems. So you want a bit of colour in your urine. So the way it described it to me, and it makes sense to me, and it depends on who you're talking to, loves it or hates it. Drinking sports drink, come especially those three days or so before your race, just sipping on a sports drink, we've maybe added salt into it. Um, so you're replacing any minerals or anything you're peeing out. So it, it it is really nice to do that. The most important meal you will have come race week is the day before your race. The most important. So generally two to three days out of your big race, you start carbo-loading. Even, I know a lot of high-fat, low-carb athletes are cringing with that. Even they need to do a certain amount of it. It's nothing like um, what a carb athlete would have to, but they will need to do a certain amount. Also, salt-loading, especially if it's going to be a hot race. Yeah, had to have to get that salt in, but that's all going to be part of your nutrition plan. Hopefully, you've got all that set in place. I know, I know for my for my athletes, they've got access to all that stuff. Now, try and get your training in, especially those two days beforehand. 
in real early so you can rest. If you're going to walk around the race expos and knock around and spend the day walking, try and do it two days before the race. So the day before the race, all your job is to do is train early, get all the recovery nutrition in straight away from that training and spend the rest of the day resting make sure your bike is perfect get everything ready for transition one transition two special needs bags if you need it now come race morning you need to let go of anything you haven't done so if you missed out on a heap of training sessions in the past which hopefully you haven't you need to forget that you're not going to get any fitter and i'll just go on a bit of a a spree here where one of my biggest pet hates, expect, you generally get it on Kona Week, where you get a lot of coaches carrying on saying, all I see is athletes doing these countless miles, they're not going to get any fitter, blah, 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 blah. And I think to myself, how do you know? I've been to, all, I've been to a lot of races, and the person running past me or cycling past me, I don't know when they started, I don't know when they're finishing. They could have just left the hotel 100 metres up the road and they're going for a five-minute run for all I know. But it irritates the hell out of me. And I don't even know if half of these people are actually racing. But yeah, but I think a lot of coaches carry on with that because they hear other coaches carry on with that. And it just recycles. But that, that's just me having a rant there. But back to, back to race. Um, everything you've done is done. So or you, you just got to keep thinking forward from here on in. What do you need now? So you wake up, generally get your first meal in three hours before, especially for an Ironman. Now, this race brief really does is not applicable for sprint distances and, and Olympic distances. It's, it's more applicable to 70.3s and Ironman. Yeah, about three hours beforehand, you get your first meal in. And maybe if it's part of your nutrition plan, get it, get another one in two hours beforehand. Come, come race once. It, once you're lined up for that race, go for a warm up. You don't need to do anything silly. Just, just maybe a couple of hundred meters, easy, smooth. A uh, couple of sharp, sharp bits in there. Come race start. It's generally very full on for that first 200 metres. So I recommend counting your first 200 swim strokes. Now, whether that's counting four times 50 or two times 100, generally just focus on counting your, your hand strokes for, for the first 200. By the time you get 200 in, you've generally found a little bit of real estate that's your own and you can keep moving forward there. If you're swimming and you can't see where you're going, like there's a bit of a wave or something, you can't see the pool ball in front, don't stress. Just swim for another swim strokes, for another six swim strokes, and then look up again. Just keep on focusing. Now, you hear some people, and it's part of their plan, is to go really easy in the swim because they don't want to use that energy. I think that's bullshit. I think you need to go for as hard as possible within yourself. Throughout the race, you need to fight with that courage and fear. You've got to have that courage where you can push yourself as hard as possible in that swim, push yourself as hard as you can on that bike, and push yourself as hard as you can on that run. On the run. Now, there's going to be parts of that race you're going to go into the red. 
I wouldn't worry too much about going in the red from time to time. It's like you can go up a, a small hill or sharp hill or whatever and you're going to be going in the red quickly. We do this in training. You get these sharp intervals in training that you think to myself that you think to yourself, My God, I have no idea how I'm gonna recover how I'm gonna get through the next ten seconds remaining of this interval and then I've got another ten left to do after that. And then you have that recovery phrase, and then you're good to go for each interval. So you do recover. You train your body to recover from these. So going in with the courage that you can go into the red and know that you're going to recover from that, that's all good. For that first part on the bike, probably that first 10 minutes of the bike, I would ride easy. It's probably the only time of the race where you're going to look at your heart rate monitor if you if you got one, just to keep yourself under control because a lot of races get blown up in that first 10 minutes and you'll be paying for it in that last 10 kilometres of the run. So just take it nice and easy in that first 10, 10 minutes and then you start going for it. You don't waste any time. Every minute from that time that gun starts to the time you cross that line, every minute needs to be an efficient minute so what i mean by that is let's say your your ironman targets 10 hours for instance so you need 600 efficient minutes to make that if you get 10 hours in one minute one of those minutes weren't that efficient (laughs) so you've got to focus just focus on focusing and just any time you start seeing your mind wander quickly try and get it back to what's going on in this present time how you do this you try and practice this more in training and then to come race day it becomes second nature like you're going to have times where you're going to mind's going to wander you're going to have times where you just hate yourself where you think what the hell am i doing it you just try and focus you get into these dark moments where you think my god what's going on go back to what you did in that first 200 meters of swimming start counting your running steps start counting your bike your bike pedals just over and over and over again within hopefully within a few minutes of doing that things will change also going into this race with the mindset that this is going to be the hardest day of your life in that last hour of that marathon or the last hour of the half marathon or whatever it is will be the hardest hour of your entire life going into that knowing this will set you up for success there's it's been very well studied perceived effort and just about all studies show that people that go into things with a higher expectation of pain end up doing a lot better than what was what than what they thought they were going to because their perceived effort becomes lower so it's going into it knowing that this is going to hurt and you need to bring on this pain. Now, one of my favourite quotes come from um, one of the Brownlee brothers where they say that the best pace is a suicidal pace and today's a great day to die. And I just absolutely love that. You just just push yourself as much as... Pace yourself, but push it every step of the way and don't give, and don't give it... Just don't stop. Sorry about that, I had to quickly pause it then. As your, ra- as your race are going on, you need to constantly think about what's coming up, what's next. Don't make the mistake of 
Jeez, I'm starting to feel a bit sore here. Oh, I haven't had a gel for the last hour and a half. So you always think to yourself, right, I need what's coming up now. I need to be te- need to be having another salt stick or I need to be having another gel or I need to sip water for this time or, or you know, just stay nice and relaxed and smooth and focus on this or just have many things all set up into your head. Um, you see all the, some athletes, they, they love writing all these motivational quotes on their bottles and hands and crap like that. It's never really worked for me. I've, I always think it's, you know, and it, if it works for them, you know, and if it's going to work for you, all, all do it. But I've always considered myself, you've always considered a blowhard move from my point of view. But it's so it's never, never something that's ever worked for me. But writing the time like i go back to that efficient minute those efficient minutes so going back to your let's say it's a 10 hour ironman you're trying to achieve going 600 minutes efficient minutes i'll maybe write 600 on my hand big 600 so i know every time i look at it go let's make this minute so efficient and i and i just keep going so knowing what nutrition you're going to need before you need it. Taking a salt tablet before you need it. Don't wait till it's too late. If you wait till it's too late, generally it's too late. Going into transitions, whether it's transition one, transition two, don't muck around. Don't go into that transition going, oh, a bit wavy. Oh, yeah, you saw Henry out there. He don't know what he was doing. He went off course. I just couldn't stop laughing. Don't knock around in there. Just go straight through the thing. Everything you need on that bike, for that bike, should be on your bike. Generally, a lot of Ironmans are making now put your helmets inside your Transition 1 bag, for instance. So you've got to just grab the bare minimum. Everything else you need is on that bike. Go into Transition 2, shoes, socks on, everything else, put on as you're running out. Get the hell out of there. Now, one of my favorite lines came from alan Pittman. he goes there's no need there's no reason why your rate why your transition shouldn't be as fast as jason shortus and for those of you going who's jason shortus he, he's an australian legend ironman athlete who was at the race that alan Pittman told me that quote so if, while my transitions were never as fast as his they were they did become actually quite fast and in in some smaller races i i'm sure they were one of the fastest but don't muck around in there don't don't it's you hopefully in training every time you've done a brick session it's been lightning fast that brick session not not to get onto the run quicker or so it's just so you can plan and go through that system as fast as possible so come race day it becomes second nature. It becomes right. I just got to grab my bike and I got to get it. Got to get the hell out of here. Now on the run, um, have your plan set up before going into the run. Whether you're going to walk every aid station, or whether you're going to walk every second aid station, or whether you're going to run the first half and then walk the aid stations in the second half. Have have that plan set, and you stick to that plan. Every muscle in everything's going to be screaming at you to stop. Let's let's walk. You just got to keep ignoring it and just go right. I just got to keep good. Just got to make it to that next aid station, and then I can walk for twenty seconds, and then I'm back into it. You just don't. I'll back that up a slightly. As you're coming onto the run, a lot of athletes blow up in that first couple of kilometres of the run because what happens is you feel full of adrenaline. You're just pumped, raring to go. There's something about running in a race off the bike then running 
in training we're generally just it feels so much easier and you're running at an incredibly fast rate so for that first few k's it's the only time you're going to be really staring at your garmin and just making sure that you're within yourself you stay paced nicely after after you get going and you've settled into that pace all you need to focus about all you need to be focusing on is technique so um, i like the phase where right for the next 100 meters all i'm going to be focusing on is my knee lift right get to that 100 meters right for that next 100 meters all i'm going to be focusing on is how i'm planting my foot right <laughs> right all from for that next 100 meters all i'm going to be focusing on is engaging my core it's a, you just keep on going right through and you just keep just keep rotating it so you're focusing on good technique you're focusing on your nutrition keeping that on point you're focusing on on your head to make sure you're just keep going now remember if things hit the wall your slowest jog is still faster than your fastest walk so as long as and for the for the toilet stops just piss your pants um and if you do stop into those portable loos guys 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 please remember women that stop that and they want to stop in those portable loos they don't want piss all over the floor i've just about every single time i've gone into a portable loo it's just atrocious and i think to myself those poor women have to come into the so please keep that in mind that women do use these toilets as well but for the most part just pee your pants because you're moving forward you can pee walk but you're still moving forward you want to get to that finishing line as quickly as possible so you can stop (laughs) so just yeah the the biggest takeaway from this is focus on focusing and plan what's coming up so i hope this helps um but just leave everything every leave everything you you can out if you're if you've still got a bit of energy walking around straight after that finishing line you you've left a bit out there you you could have taken more time off but yeah good good luck with the race i hope everything goes completely according to plan or if not better i love plans to go better than planned and till tomorrow hooray